Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And every Friday. Friday, you mean Friday. Yeah, whatever. We're going to be bringing you paranormal stories through the season of October. Make sure to subscribe. The Strait Farmhouse was built in 1866 by Daniel Strait. There was approximately 105 acres of land, and through the years, Daniel and his wife, Marcia, deeded 55-plus acres to their son, Oscar, in a warranty deed for $3,000. After Daniel's death in 1877, smaller parcels were sold off, with the remaining property inherited by Oscar and his sister, Louisa. For many years, Oscar and his wife, Mary, and their two sons, Marshall and Ralph, lived in the home. Ralph died at the age of 14, just four months after his father, Oscar, did on February 18, 1887. The Strait Farmhouse was built the year after the Civil War in 1866, and it's now the home to the Garden City Historical Museum, the Lathers General Store, and the Grand Parlor. The property was purchased in 2004 by the Friends of the Garden City Historical Museum to create a new home for the city's museum. It was previously located in the log cabin in the Garden City Park at Cherry Hill and Merriman, but there was deterioration of the building, and so they ended up purchasing the Strait Farmhouse for mere dollars, and it also needed a lot of help. The Leathers General Store is a replica of the original built on Ann Arbor Trail in Ninkin Township, also serving as the post office and whose postmaster was actually Oscar Strait in 1860s. And the Grand Parlor is now their rental facility for various kinds of events. It helps provide financial support for the entire property. Chuck and I became connected with the Strait Farmhouse decades ago, actually pretty much soon after they purchased the building. They're a little bit skeptical of bringing on a psychic medium, but they did. And we started running different events from psychic teas to paranormal investigations to help raise money for renovations to the museum, which has many different exhibits that changes over the course of several months. So is the Strait Farmhouse haunted? The answer is yes. Who is it haunted by? Well, we're going to talk about that. Chuck and I have a lot of different theories. We've had so many investigations of the property. And it's always a good time. But every time we investigate it, we get different answers. It's believed that it is Ralph, the 14-year-old, that had passed away in the home that is the, the haunter of the home. But is it? Or is there more layers to this story? We're going to talk about that next. Hi, this is Christy. And this is Chuck. Welcome back to the Robinette's Nest. Welcome back. This is now Fear Day. Fear. Fear, something like that? Fear Day? It's like... Never heard of it. We're doing scary ghost stories. Okay. Because October is right around the corner. Mm. Doesn't that sound exciting? Oh, boy. Your favorite. No, I, I like October. I like 
Halloween. I like ghosts. So one of the first locations that you and I began to investigate together is the Straight Farmhouse, which is in Garden City, Michigan. Correct. And you grew up in that area. Yes. And I grew up near that area mm-hmm. and then moved to that area in my 20s, like a, like two blocks away. Strange. Which is just that whole full circle moment yeah. of everything. Right. And so when I went, we were, we were, were we married? We don't even think we were married yet. Probably not. And I was asked to do a presentation there. Yeah. And then they asked me to come back and do a tea and do some investigations. Yeah. Okay. The location isn't that large. No, it's not that big. It's just an old, I guess we want to say farmhouse. Sure. With an addition put on. It's on uh, Middle Belt and Garden City. It's been and, there forever. Yeah. I mean, it was one of many. And this is the one that is said to have been the fancy house of the area where they had uh, funerals and, you know, what, what a, what a, you know, when, when you buy your house or when you live in your house, how'd you like it to be like, we're going to be the fancy house where we have all the funerals. I don't think I've ever lived in the fancy house, but yeah, having a funeral. Well, in those days, way back when, that's why they call it a funeral parlor. You know, you go out in the parlor in the house. Yeah. And uh, that's where they lay out the bodies. There weren't funeral homes as we know them today, I guess, for the most part, right? No, not no. That's why it ended up renaming it to the living room. Living room, because that's where the dead were. So it was the dead room. I and don't then know. it became the funeral parlor. Parlor, parlor, right? Which we know now. Right. But do you? So, so there is a resident. Every place that we go to seems to have a resident ghost. Correct. The resident ghost of. The straight farmhouse is Ralph. Ralph was the owner, the father, the matriarch. No, that was Oscar. Oscar, that's right. Ralph the, was, Ralph the, was child. the child. And so they like their ghost and they like to blame everything on Ralph, who was like 14 years old, who passed away. Right. So they even have shirts. You know, have you seen have Ralph? Have you seen Ralph? Right. And I've got some theories about that. Uh-oh. But we've had some really interesting EVPs. Right, because we have investigated it many, 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 many times. And we have had resident, quote, resident ghosts for us right. that have been small children. True. We've seen ghosts of pets. Yeah. We've heard ghosts of pets. Ghosts of children, voices, So Chuck- singing. I don't want to say you don't love investigating. I love investigating. You love it. Do I love it? No, not really. Do I dislike it? No, that's not it at all either. But we've done that place so many times. And unless, for me, investigating isn't so much even the ghost. It's the history of the place, wherever we go. And if we go someplace new, then it's more exciting for me. But if it's the same old thing that we've been to, then I don't have much of a thrill with it. But I still enjoy it there. Because every time we investigate it, we get a new discovery. There's something new, new, right? There's always something new, right? And it's a cool place because it's almost like a museum. They change, they change the things. They do different uh, um, collections. Yeah, 
holidays, do different things with it. They change things around. It's not like the usual, just same old same. It's usually always pretty much different. And that's why I think maybe we get different spirits each time because it depends on the different collection. Yeah, the articles that that are in there that they set up. Right. So I've never really had a, that I know of, an incident with who I would think would be Ralph. I have had... I'll tell a couple of my stories. I don't know if you have any. I know that they like you there. Yeah. And yet you ignore <laughs> you ignore them. Well, you know, the funny thing is we always, well, before COVID, we always had at least one Halloween, like, special night investigation or whatnot. And we always used to do a seance at the end of it where we would do table tipping, which would be, it's a wooden, like a TV table where you put, you know, sit in front of the TV set and eat your dinner way back in the day. And we would have that set up, the four people sitting around it. And the thing would actually bounce and move and shimmy and shake. And there are times where it would walk around the room. And I know that sounds crazy. Oh, no, I was accused. One of the last ones that we had wires or magnets or something. There are no wires. There are no magnets. It is just a stupid little wooden table. when we do it, we invite people up. A lot of times Chuck and I, our energy together seems to make it work. So so oftentimes they think that Chuck and I are. Yeah, somehow we've got. Yeah, we've got magnets on our sleeves or we've got wires or hooks or I don't know what they think, but But no. But you like the table tipping. I love the table tipping because it fascinates me the fact that the spirits can move a table and bounce it sideways or however it goes and actually get to the point where we have to get up out of our chairs and stand up with our fingers on the edge of this table and walk it barely around the Barely on the table. Barely, barely, very barely. And it just goes. And people are like, oh, my God. And they're trying to look under it. They're trying to look over it. And it's just really cool. And the other part that I like about it, somehow, some way, I always have some kind of a message that one of my relatives that have passed yeah. comes through. And that's the only time I basically get any messages. <laughs> I never ask. I know we're married to a psychic. I never ask anything, rarely ever ask anything. And it's sort of like if you're in a relationship or your mom or dad is a doctor or a nurse and you get hurt and they're like, suck it up, you're fine. Yeah, you're going to be okay. I, I, I kind of do the same thing. Like Chuck hardly ever asks me no. if there's a message like today he even had a couple songs couple on songs from my father one right after the other and he's like i don't know what it means i said hey, it means hi <laughs> it means good answer hi. good answer yeah we love that answer good <laughs> he's just trying to say it. my father's just saying hi well i don't really well we don't know i said i don't know if there's a yeah i don't know if there was a message to it or not but it was like okay cool but i've had one time I went with a friend and it was like midnight and there is a Ouija board. There's like, they have a toy room with. And we go oh yeah, there. Yeah. I was going to say during our seance things no, we that don't we don't use that. a Ouija no. board, but we were taping, we were filming something for someone and we had the Ouija board in between us. We weren't actually really using it. We were using it as what you'd call a trigger object. Right. And all the all all of the lights were off you know we had it kind of spooky and all of a sudden something stepped on my thigh like (laughs) like a grown man stepped on my thigh right and of course you know we jumped and 
the cameras hadn't caught it and it was just it was just all of something and not at not long after that we were doing a television halloween event right. and there's this toy room and right now it's a bridal room which makes it even creepier yeah, but creepy. um so the cameraman stepped into that room to film something and he came running out of it and he's like there is no way he's like something touched me right and here's so, here's a guy that was a non-believer non-believer just thought that it was all hooey and nothing and i don't believe in that stuff and we had that before too we had an engineer that showed up at one of our tours that was very very upset that he was there because his wife had dragged him to this and him, right. i explained that in this home in particular you will see shadows, you will hear footsteps, our equipment will go off. But the biggest thing is that you will be touched and you will be touched as if a spider web is brushed your brushed cheek against it, yeah, or, or your arm and it's a clean location. The hair on your arms. Yeah, so something like sure that. sure enough, this guy was being touched. Like he was going through spider webs mm -hmm. and nobody was there. And he went and ran back to his car. In the <laughs> like a little girl. Like a li so it, it is, it's one of my favorite locations because disbelievers will become believers yeah. at this location. And like, it's a fun place. It really is. There's, no, there's not nothing a, scary. There's nothing really, no. well, mm. no, I don't think it's really scary. I mean, I Personally, I don't think it's scary. On, one time I was shutting the lights off and... I felt someone run up to me and blew in my ear like, ah, and I did run. But I'm not normally scared. It takes a lot. I, to right. I was going to say, and out of all the crazy places we've been all over this goofy country, uh, very few times have I ever been scared. We have personally. We will have some other locations in later episodes right. to talk about. There's lots of good that stuff. are a bit more frightening. Ugh. This location, we've gotten singing of a child on yep. the recorder. Our last recording, we did have a woman pleading for help. Yeah. Um, that is sad because we we left the location and we left that without assisting without help right so she's probably still there wanting to get out as a spirit there's a doll that haunts Ooh. the location which a lot of people don't don't like. like she has to be encased now because she has been known to move to around move around they'd find her in different places and for some reason they target men after night yeah so you know if there's workers that are there you know putting up an exhibit or what have you you know they'll touch them or they'll knock on the wall and oftentimes you know neighbors will say that they'll see lights on the second floor yeah. and just think that there's an event but there wasn't an event nope. so there's a, a lot of that and I, a lot of those people that work there, they're so used to it that they, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't, doesn't phase them. them. Right. No. It doesn't scare them. It doesn't phase them. They just kind of expect it. It's like, oh, well, that's Ralph or that's whoever. Yeah. They always blame Ralph. So I have a theory with Ralph that, you know, Ralph, it, it's sort of like we always say, oh, our guardian angel or everyone's like Archangel Michael saved me. And, you know, over there is your great grandpa going, I don't get any credit. Right. I'm always That's helping always, you. Yeah, never me, you know? And I kind of think oftentimes that, you know, Ralph gets all of the credit or all of the blame for everything. Right. And that they've given energy to that story 
that it has become maybe bigger than what it is. Yeah. I'll be a debunker, there right? Because we've gotten a lot of names before and mm-hmm. I've never gotten a Ralph. Yeah, that's true. Never. We've gotten Joe, we've gotten Adam, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten other names that we've actually been able able to document from the historical records, but we never got a Ralph. I've never gotten an Oscar. You've gotten horses and chickens and crazy stuff, but yeah, no Ralph, no Oscar. No. Those were the, the Oscar was the dad. And weren't there two boys, two sons? There was, there was Marshall and Oscar. Marshall survived, though he lived for a long time. Okay. So it it is you know back in those days, every every Marshall and Ralph area. Yes, sorry. Now I'm doing. I it. know Oscar was a dad. Sorry, Oscar was a dad. Mary was the mom, and back in those days, there was often death because we don't have you know they didn't have the modern medicine like we right. have now in modern right. days. Right. Yeah, you die of you know anything from disease, the flu yeah. to typhoid fever or whatever everything yeah. scarlet fever right. polio polio back you know, in the day. all of those things so what do you recall a haunted story from straight or not really for me no not really stuff you've already mentioned um you know people being scared and kind of like screaming or running or Kind of amazement. And the weird thing is, yeah, their eyes are big and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And they're kind of freaked out, but they're also kind of curious. Yeah. And and amazed that it happened. I mean, that they actually were touched or heard something or got proof that there are spirits there. So, yeah, nobody really ever ran out scared. But, Except for that one guy. He did run out scared. That yeah, maybe there. there was one. He did. But I I think, you know, we've had smells. We A lot smell of smells, cigar, yeah. Cigars. Body odor even. Yeah. When nobody's there. Uh, sometimes you can smell like the chickens. You know, sometimes yeah. I think that body odor is more of like farm. And the thing is, too, with it being like a museum and so many different objects and collectibles and whatnot in there, that spirits can sometimes attach themselves to certain objects and things, too. Which is so, like the doll, right. for sure. So definitely, you know, it's quite a beacon for spirits. It can be. So in October, we are going to go back to the Straight Farmhouse and do another Halloween event. We skipped last year. Well, everybody skipped last year because of stupid pandemic. And my fingers are crossed that this year will be okay. <laughs> be all right. Um, and I'm excited to get back. We were we went back a couple months ago and we got some great evidence. Yep. And we had a had small a good group time. there, right? Yeah. yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night. And so I don't know quite yet what we're gonna do. No. Uh, seances take a lot. Uh, out yeah, of I don't think she's gonna do the seance. So don't expect to see it in fact the last time that we did it what two years ago you didn't want to have a seance then either for whatever oh, because there was something that negative. was kind of freaky freaky yeah negative evil whatever the year before so yeah i don't know it it sort of flips and flops there and i think sometimes it and it could have been somebody that came for the thing exactly. too. exactly that's we exactly don't know. what i was gonna say i mean the place itself the straight farmhouse is not 
evil. It's not no. really scary. No. Nothing like that. But yeah, it sometimes people is paranormally active. Yes. So. And for that, I, I thank them often. Mm-hmm. I don't ever feel like I have to, you know, cross anybody over. I feel like they're there more for giving us information. Right. Except for this one lady that we got last time, which I'm curious to see if we can find more out on her story. But even the kids that we got. It's almost like they're visiting with us rather than they're stuck. True. So that is good. And you've also got Eloise, which isn't far from there. Nope. Which we might talk about. A few miles, right? Uh, You've got a hospital not far away. You have a main street where a lot of accidents and such has happened. So pretty much no matter where you walk, in wherever you are, there's probably a death that had happened. And near uh, Eloise, there was a hospital there, Wayne County General. They since tore down, obviously, but yeah. So there could be still spirits around from that, too. So they might have wandered over to the <laughs> farmhouse. That's a possibility. It's only like a mile and a half it's down the road. It's not far. So we hope that you'll stick with us for more ghost stories. Ghost season with the most. That'll get a little bit more frightening. Frightening. <laughs> You're going to have to tell those ones because I haven't been that frightened. <laughs> oh, he's a tough guy. Tough guy. I've been beat up in rude places by spirits. So, yeah. Yeah, but we'll he, wasn't he wasn't afraid. <laughs> Only once when it wouldn't let me out of the elevator. I was trying to enter me. So, yeah. Not so scared. But it wasn't too scary because I ended up falling asleep on a couch on the side. <laughs> and he lived to tell about it. Yes. My name's Christy. Thanks for joining us. And I am Chuck. This is the Robin House. Yes. Adios. I believe in you. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.